and in three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Friday Show. Now, I am always your host, Jason Flynn. That's my new catchphrase. I am always your host, Jason Flynn. And sitting here with me is our uh, regular or semi-regular uh, co-host, Enzo Patriarca. Enzo, welcome back to the show. Hello, thank you. Did you hear last week's episode? I did indeed. Did you like it? I did. It was yeah. very enjoyable. Good. So we're kind of settling into a rhythm of you'll be on every second episode. Every So some episodes will be me and you, some episodes will be me and a guest. And uh, you're here to talk about, let's face it, the football. Yes. But before we get to the football, a couple of items of news for you. One, how are you? You all right? I'm doing good, yeah. That's good. Uh, I'm doing okay, too. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you for asking. It's good but, to know. Um, yeah, so, some news on the podcast. We hit, uh, with the release of our last episode, we hit a couple of milestone, milestones. Uh, one, we passed 100 listens. Wow. Not 100 listeners, but 100 listens. You're saying a few people had to... Double, double up, double down. Yeah, yeah they they wanted that. As again. far as I know, according to our our hosting service Anchor, who we're having a great time with, basically our our, our estimated audience is twenty seven people. So that's who we're kind of reaching. We think on a regular basis twenty seven people, but between them, they've had one hundred and thirty three plays of the podcast. So they're loving it. They're loving it. <laughs> that's they're small, but they're mighty. They're like, I might hear a third time. I might catch. Interesting. So, and um, we had a worrying trend for a while. We started off our first episode. Which, in fairness, wasn't a big time investment, only seven minutes. And that got a few plays. And then the second episode that you had, that's our second most said episode, because you came in, you brought all your fans with you. That was big. I remember that. There was buzz. A big moment. A big moment. And then um, the next episode then dipped, almost cut our numbers in half. I was like, oh my God, we're dropping listeners. At an alarming rate. Every time we release an episode, fewer people listen than listen to the last episode. That's not a good sign. But then, last week on the names of the players episode which i you know i think was probably a simple concept people could get behind not that our audience is simplistic but whatever for the first time since we premiered we saw an uptick in listenership with the release of a new episode wow wow i think yeah. obviously return listeners return listeners that's the right loyal, the loyal listeners the loyal listeners I, I met some guys from italy recently and we were talking about uh they were from udine Ooh. and and I, they said you probably wouldn't know udine and i said of course i know udine udinese I was like, they're playing Serie A. I said, Rodrigo DePaul, Kevin Lasagna. They're like, oh my God, you know, you're the Nazi. Yeah, of course. And I was like, yeah, of course I do. I'm not a fool. I'm no fool. I said, I host an Italian football podcast. They said, what's it about? I said, do you know Frosinone? They said, of course I know Frosinone. Wow. And um, they were like, you host it. What's it called? I said, the Frosinone. And then one of them spoke better English than the other two. He explained to them that that was a pun. Because uh, they were like, Frosinone. You're spelling it wrong. Yeah. And then the other one was like, it's because like show, like frozen, like a show, like he a, understood the like program. He understood. He got it quick. I think he'd spent some time in an English speaking country because yeah. he was sharp. Okay, yeah, and, and that's what we're looking for: the Italians with the English. Yeah, English. and speaking of Italians with English, I mean, wow, we had our first listener submitted meme during the week for a oh, show yeah. in 2019. That's huge. That's massive. Uh, and you saw the meme. I did. You I enjoyed it. it. I loved it. Uh, the meme. I thought. Yeah. Can I say I thought it was photoshopped? I never seen the initial post. Yeah, I was very pleasantly surprised. Yeah, because it was it was uh, so basically. If anyone hasn't seen it, I do recommend going on to our, our Instagram page at the Frosty Shone. We put it, we put it up there. Basically, it was submitted by uh, Luke Farrell, uh, who's uh, Luke Instagram underscore one on 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 Instagram. But basically, it's uh, the meme is the Frosty Shone, and then it says exists, and then it says Italians, and it's a picture of former Frosty Shone manager 
uh, Marino Longo sitting in a in a cabin in a train, I think, or on a boat or something. Private jet, maybe. I don't Private know why he's up there. <laughs> it could be. It could be. And he's reading a book called F- Football English, Soccer Vocabulary for Learners of English. Because he's basically making a run for the English game. The, we think we think that's what we think. The English championship, game. maybe. Do you think? Like I think he's a. I think he's a definitely potential. Uh, you know, maybe like a Birmingham manager. Oh wow! Or uh, Middlesbrough, maybe. Yeah, there's options in there. Yeah, Jonathan Woodgate, Robbie King I mean, at the sack out of Middlesbrough. Who comes has, in? Moreno Longo. He has a promotion on his on his CV. So he, he does have a promotion. He's probably put, he could be pushing for it. Well, uh, we, we wish w- him well. We wish him well. And uh, anyone who else wants to submit us memes about the Frazinone, about Frazinone, about the Frazinone, anything like that, do send them in and we'll post them on our Instagram and we'll talk about them on the show And because uh, we, we love the engagement. So it'll be a big week for us. Bigger again because that meme, posting that meme resulted in... Oh my God, that's right. How could I forget? How did you forget? So, yeah, so I post the meme from our, from our account and then get a little notification. Bing! Exciting times. What's You've this? been, you have one new follower. I click in. Who's Who the follower? This? It's Marino Longo himself. Wow. And we love Marino Longo. We love him. We still love him. We do, and of we, course. We, okay, look, he, did he handle the Serie A season well? How could you? How could he have? Yeah. He didn't have the squad to compete. He did his best. Like, it was... He did his best. It was good. And he tried to play okay football. You know, he... And he was punished. And he did so well in the Serie B. And I think... I think... He, and Okay, he hasn't worked... Since? He hasn't... Well, he, he, he works, but not as a manager, you yeah, know? Yeah. And I think we have to remember that is his choice. He's learning English. He's trying to improve himself because he wants his next yeah. job to be a big one. He doesn't. Yeah, he, he I think he's aiming for the very top. I think I think long term. I think we, we used to always say this. We always thought get promoted with Frosinone. Keep us up. Yeah. And then try to get to Torino. Torino where he has a lot of ties with. Youth player. And, and then uh, from coach. Torino. Sky's the limit if you do well there. Yeah. So I think yeah he's he's rebuilding his his personal career. He definitely has long ambitions, and he's young. Yeah, when when Walter uh, Walter Mazzari at Torino eventually pops a vein completely, and and because he gets so angry, that guy must say he's, he's uh, very much so. So when his, when his head just eventually just flies off his neck after a VAR decision, and they need a quick replacement, I say you bring in Longo. I think he's like, yeah, he's learning the, the English show is very it's interesting to see. It is interesting. He's he's setting his sights on something, and it's very exciting. Well, speaking of English speaking people around Frosinone. There's one man who made big headlines over the weekend, and that was our friend Andrea Novakovic. Wow. The, the Frosinone centre-forward, uh, who we talked about last week on the show. You remember him? He's a, he's a forward. Andrea Novakovic, he's a uh, Serbian-American. Yeah, fun fact, he, he has a cap for the national team, for the USA. The USA national team, yes. Yes, yes. so did that's... We missed that last week. Did we miss that? Yeah. Well, excuse us. <laughs> I wasn't... I had so much going on last week oh, um, okay. within the show. Of course and um so yeah so he he's a he's a capped national player yeah yeah he's an international superstar one cap for the usa no he has a few i think i don't know he just hopes on just hopes on okay altador can't keep going no josie altador at some point has to slow down but arguably it happened 12 years ago but okay, okay. uh shots fired at josie yeah. altador but Alder, he's a good man. the uh thing about it is we we won at the weekend four nil do you want to take us through that, that victory yep empoli at, at the benito serpe it's not not necessarily going to be an easy walk in the park, but for Empoli, for for, for either team. normally, yeah, in, historically in Hist- the recent. Well, that's years. what I said because I said I said yesterday or not yesterday on last week's podcast, uh, I said to Owen, I think we're going to struggle at this game, and Owen said he re- read me out the form that Empoli were yeah, in, yeah. and I said, Owen, forget all that form, put that out of your mind. This is Empoli we're talking about, but this is an Empoli without Caputo and without yeah. Alfredo Donnarumma. That's right. Huge, know. huge mistakes. On to let, let them yeah, go. they they get, they got promoted as the, the champions. The yeah. year we went up and um, 
they stormed through the league. Yeah. And I think Caputo and Donnarumma as their front two both got 20 plus goals. They were amazing. And 10 plus assists each as well. Like it was yeah. nuts. And they went up and they decided to sell. This, this was, this was at the time it made no sense and it still makes no sense. They sold Donnarumma for 2 million to Breshka who had just avoided relegation that year in the Serie B. Insane. They signed Antonio Lagumina off Palermo who subsequently went once they weren't promoted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> We've been over this and over this. We keep we, twisting the knife with the Palermo. <laughs> Every Palermo, episode yeah. we mention it. Well, like, it. The only logic that we had is that they thought Caputo and Donnarumma together wouldn't do it in Serie A. You could have one goal scorer and Gomina would be more of a runner. He'd make yeah. more. But when, when you see what Caputo did in Serie A and then you see that Breshka subsequently get promoted the next season even though their squad was just almost relegated prior just by adding the 20 goal a season man who got yeah. 20 goals 20 plus goals that season then he comes into Serie A and he starts scoring goals the, the football directors who, whoever whoever's uh, running Empoli, they made a big mistake yeah and, and they there's a reason to make mistakes there's a reason they're down here with us now again you're down here in the mud with us because you could have okay sell Caputo and you still have Donnarumma and you can build yeah. but they messed it up no they messed it up big time so they came to our stomping ground now with, but then they don't even Antonio Lagomina they don't, they don't no they're not a great squad they're not really but and not in good form when they came to us yeah but at the same time Based on recent years, you're still there's been some we three, know I think them. two three threes in Serie B that year. So high scoring games, the Nesta effect came into play. Yeah, big time. The high scoring continued, but not on their out. side. Not on no, not on anyone else's side. So yeah, we obviously we got a very early goal, which is going to help. Yeah, set the tone of the game. And uh, interesting coming into the game, the, in terms of team news, there was no Camilo Chano. No Camilo Chano. Camilo Chano. He was on the bench. Our star man was wasn't fit to start though. He was on the bench. Yeah, we thought he's changing things up. Yeah. Because any regular listeners to the show will know that we're constantly in praise of, of Chano. And, and we have said, like, Chano is basically head and shoulders with everyone else on the team. So to drop him. So to drop him was like, oh my God, what's going to happen? Dionisi starts. And Novakovic And Novakovic start. starts. And we're like, what's going on? Now, does it remind us, certainly, could it be a potential throwback to the dionisi Daniel Giovanni partnership? I think so. Of times gone by? It seems like it is. Because based on what happened, we won 4-0. You know, it could be a case of, you know... Is the team as a whole better without Chano starting? Well, this is the and this kind, is yeah age old kind of you know Wes Hulahan. Uh, uh, this is a know, Wes Hulahan question. It, it, it is. It's like he's the most creative player and he can make something happen out of nothing. But maybe without him, you have more legs. You have I mean, more. this is but this is a case of any kind of number ten where Chano plays like yeah, that. any creative player like that. Yeah, you, you think where do we put him? You know, this is Wes Hulahan in a lesser sense. This is Ozil. In an even lesser sense, it's James Rodriguez. Like, you know, what, what, what do yeah, you do? Wes Houlihan, Ozil, James Rodriguez in that order, to put it in Gareth Bale terms. <laughs> and Chano, um, Chano's in there somewhere. Chano's in there somewhere, probably just tied with Wes Houlihan. You know, it is, it is the classic kind of, you don't know, the manager doesn't really know what to do. Because once Chano's on the pitch, it's like, get the ball to Chano. But sometimes yeah. that blocks you up and it, and it also makes you predictable. So yeah, he started the big man Novakovic, young as well. So obviously there's hopes on him going forward, as we said on the last, the last time I was here. We started the game with a with a goal. Actually, it went through. It was a cross, and it went through. Novakovic mishit it to kind of sum up how he had been doing up to this point for Frosinone. It was like he did a lot of things right, but it was frustrating. So he kind of sliced it, but then the ball fell to the left back. Um, Baghetto. Oh yeah, uh, what did we call him last week on the show? Demi Baghetti. We called him Andrea Baghetto. Demi Baghetti. Baghetto. He, he like online they they've classified it as a Novakovic assist because he did hit the ball last, even though it wasn't yeah. intended. And that was it. And then Federico Dionisi, very similar thing happened again. Novakovic sliced the ball again. So again, <laughs> it was, it counts as Novakovic assist. Yeah. But uh, really, you know, it's frustrating. Everything going against him, but he didn't, he didn't stop. He kept going. He kept pushing. And then in the 48 minute. Yeah. Some great play from the, the Swedish. Frontline. Oh yeah. Swedish Roden. Marcus Roden. Yeah. Novakovic got a big head 
on the ball and got his first first on the goal and you could see what it meant to him yeah he was very and, and then realistically you look at that game it's two assists and a goal it's huge obviously justifies dropping Chano for that specific game it worked for yeah Nesta. it worked yeah I think there was also a question over Channel's fitness, though, wasn't yeah, there? Yeah, he never got subbed on, so I think... Yeah, I think it was really... I could see him... We'll, we'll get to that in, in, a, in a bit about the, the Coppa Italia. That could be a time to, yeah. to play him, maybe, based on that word. But a goal, he counts as two assists, even though, you know, they weren't intended. We'll take them. We'll take the stats. The stats are good, and I just think confidence... I mean, throughout the whole squad after a 4-0 at Empoli is going to... Novakovic off the, off the mark is, is huge. Yeah, and now we're up to ninth in the table. Ninth in the table, Which yeah. sounds bad, but as we discussed on last week's episode, anything can happen in the Serie B We're two table. points off automatic promotion, to put it into context. Yeah, which is insane. Which is nuts. Because Benevento are kind of running away with it at the top. Yeah, Inzaghi knows what he's doing there. He has some top yeah. quality players, and they, they're very much head and shoulders above everyone else at the minute. But below them... Shitadella. Shitadella, who, let's face it, they're a Serie B team. They're a Serie B team, and they're not going to finish in the automatic promotion. And they're not going so up, quite frankly. No, they're not going up. If I have to start... I, I yeah, I'd stand by that. Yeah, they're not going up. <laughs> I don't think they'll ever go up. Shitadella are not a... Serie A team. Serie A team. They're just not. Ever. They're, they're missing too much. They're missing too much. I don't know. I mean, I saw a picture recently of some Shitadella fans on a train, and they had, like, a flag, and they're drinking wine, and I'm like, guys... You're wasting your time. You're not going. Get, you're, you're not, not getting going promoted. anywhere. You're in second, but you're not getting promoted. No, you're not, because we're coming for you. And like, even just I'm looking at the stats here. They've scored 14 goals in 14 games, and they've conceded 14 goals in 14 games. No, no good. What have we done? We have scored 17 goals and conceded 14. Okay, margin, marginally better. <laughs> based on the most recent weekend. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so based on one, we're basically one result better off than they are. Yeah, but. And but they, it, they're two points better off than us. But I just think over the course <laughs> of a season, because you have to factor in we had a bad start to the season. We did. Do you know what I'm saying? Like we did. We, we were trying Nesta to come in. He was everything was fresh. Yeah. But we're growing. See, I think we're yeah, we're actually, growing into it. We're growing into it, like, and then we make a late sprint. We, we've now settled for the three five two. Yeah, thank God. Firmly, and like you know what I mean. So although our result, like we're marginally better than them. That's after bad five games, maybe. Yeah. I think it was. So um, yeah, no, I think I think we're growing into. We the only season. have one defeat now in the last seven games or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. And like I think we're we're growing into the season, and I just think with Novakovic scoring with the with the players at it, I just think it's exciting times ahead. I it's going to be a merry Christmas. I see. After come back to me, like after Juve Stabi away, which we'll get to. We have a fairly hard end to the Christmas period. Yeah, I think we're everyone we play is above us at the minute. So but that that's the opportunity for scalps. Okay, if you want to get to the top of the table, at some point you have to climb over the fellas already there. So I have no problem going away to these guys, and uh, I think we can take wins. We can take W's. I mean, with the clean sheets that we've been having recently, like at yeah. the very least, draws away to draws away. Let's keep the away away games to draws, and let's win the home games, and let's just motor on. Come the fourteenth of December, we'll be very, very established in a playoff place, potentially automatic promotion. I would hope that because our next the the two games in that period is away to Juve Stabia, yeah, and then at home to Pescara. Okay, so when's our, our away game to Juve Stabia? The 8th of December, which is three days after the Coppa Italia tie. Okay, Parma. because first, yes, as you say, we have to go uh, to... Uh, Parma on Thursday. To Parma on Thursday. So we're recording this on, on Wednesday. So tomorrow. And tomorrow we're going to... And it's probably be up actually later on today or, or early Thursday morning. But um, tomorrow, Thursday, we're going away to Parma. A huge trip. Massive. Parma are a, a giant of Italian football. And yeah, it's a big away day for the fans. Big away day for the fans. You go to Parma. Parma are back in the Serie A. And it's, I think they're eighth. They're eighth. Yeah, they're doing well. And uh, what's on what's on kind of offer as the prize if we win that game is an away day to Roma 
and I think they're around a 16 of the Yeah, the and the thing about it is, we are, as we discussed on, on one of the first episodes, we are, first and only, is the, is the third team of, of the Lazio region. So that includes, so it's Roma, Lazio, and then us. Yeah. So it will be a local derby derby to go and... And a lot of fans will go to that. If, if we get there, a lot of fans will travel because... That'd be huge. They're located there. Yeah, it's just right over there across so, the... So that's exciting. Yeah. So that's why, yeah, we're, we're hopeful for tomorrow. Obviously, Parma, you have to get through them first, which is no easy task. Yeah, Parma right now, they're in good form. I'm trying to think what players they have people would know. Gervinho. Matt, Gervinho, formerly of Arsenal. Yeah, and he's doing very well. He's doing really well. I think he has three goals and a couple of assists in 13 games. He doesn't play all the time. And then you have uh, Matteo Darmian, who Manchester oh, yeah. United let go for some unknown reason. Bruno Alves. Bruno Alves, formerly of Rangers. 38 years old, isn't he? Yeah, they know. Yeah, thirty-eight free kick specialist and oh, yeah. absolute hard man. And like they, to me, you look at Parma, and that's all you need to really know how how you can go from Serie B to Serie A and do it successfully. It doesn't seem to be that hard. No, because you go okay. So they get promoted and they bring in Jovino, Bruno Alves, and Matteo Darmian, and it's solidified. I mean, like that's not they have Kuchka as well, who used to play. Oh, Jan Kuchka, yeah, for Milan, who's thirty-two. Yeah. Basically, old and experienced players will get the job done. They're in eight. They're in eight now. In fairness, a lot of teams in in. Serie A this season are having an absolute nightmare. That is true. Like, uh, Sampdoria can't get it together. Uh, Milan are struggling to get it together. But rumours for Zlatan Ibrahimovic to Milan. That's what I heard, yeah. yeah. He said it himself. He said he's going back to Italy for sure. Going back to Italy and he's going to take a team that has great history and needs to be restored. <laughs> Could be on to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> because as we know, every team in Italy has had some great players over the years. And great history. Great and history. Yeah, and look at Napoli are in seventh. They need to get and back to winning respect. ways. They need to get back to winning Fiorentina ways. Fiorentina are 13th. They need to get oh, themselves there, together. Yeah. That'd There's be mad, would it? Because Ribéry now is at Fiorentina. So imagine Zlatan and Ribéry. Did his ligaments, maybe? He got injured, yeah. Yeah, he did an injury. But he was, he's on the books. Yeah, so it looks like Zlatan to Milan. Interesting. That'd be very exciting. I'm going to be... I'm actually going to be at Milan against Udinese yeah. in January. So Yeah, I might go. That's Yeah, I'm hoping that that is the case. But the idea that I'm happy enough and excited enough to be going to the San Siro to watch imagine that. Imagine if, if Zlatan's oh, there. Oh, come it, on. He, Changes everything. I think I, ha- I think I have to go just on the chance that Zlatan... Might be there. Because I just... Yeah, how could you not? Yeah, an amazing man. You know, that's exciting. Yeah. Do you remember when he used to be playing for PSG and he would, he, sometimes he would just decide he would decide his own position? He'd be in the midfield for He'd be in the, the midfield game. and he'd just sit there in the midfield circle and he'd just... Wait on the ball. He's waiting on the ball, he's directing people, just walking around. Yeah. Little French wingers bouncing off him. They couldn't get near him. The cook, it was a brilliant time. I th- I feel like, I think probably when I look back on my life, when was I happiest? When Zlatan <laughs> played for PSG. You can roughly translate it to when Zlatan was at PSG. What he did at PSG was just very entertaining yeah oh, okay i wasn't i wasn't happiest because he was at psg i think that's just like no it just it, it happened to coincide with with that uh, yeah when i look back i'm like things were different back then life was simpler is that time was at psg <laughs> <laughs> times were good you knew who was gonna score two goals or more every game every game against bordeaux and nantes but anyway uh so back to italy um and speaking like, of parma yeah yeah so we're playing parma tomorrow yeah last time we met parma we beat them three two at the uh, at home at the Stadio Benito Serpe. Yes, it was a ninety sixth minute, ninety eight minute, ninety ninth minute. Yeah, we, were, like we were in deep injury time penalty from the aforementioned Daniele Ciofani, who doesn't play for us anymore. Yes, um, but was former former kind of club hero. 100%. And one of the kind of uh, promotion heroes and then Serie A players. Promotions. There and we scored. Can we win? We win three three two, and it's a huge. We go on then to get a big scalp at Fiorentina. Yeah. But the interesting thing from the Fuzzy Shone point of view is that Enzo, yes. you were at that Parma game. 3-2 Serie A win at Parma, yes. 
So I went over for a double header. There was a, a game against Spal and then a midweek game, I think, against Parma. Yeah. And uh, we lost 1-0 to Spal. Both at home. They were both home games. So that's why yeah, I went Yeah, that's over. why you went for that week. And uh, One was midweek, one was weekend. I can't remember which way. We lost 1-0 to Spal on a very sunny morning. Very sad. Yeah. Because that looked like a double header that we could have started to build out. We were trying to claw our season back yeah. before we got relegated. And it looked like that was the kind of period that we could have done it. Spal are dark horses though. Spal will beat you. Spal will beat you. Uh, yeah. It was just a corner. It was very... Yeah, scrappy. Yeah, it was scrappy. Um, but then Parma. And after that, I was kind of a bit disappointed. And I, I almost didn't really want to go to the Parma game at that so point. So we have to imagine Enzo walking around the dimly lit streets of... There's nothing there. I could have just went to Rome. For... <laughs> And I said, I'll stick around. You could have, but you said, no. I actually I, went to Rome. Yeah, you I nipped went, into Rome. No, I went I went to Rome with the intention of not going to the Parma game. Right. Because at that point, you have to remember, like, we, we just lost the Spal, which were very close to us at the point in the in the table. And I just kind of, it was a lost cause at that point. We kind of felt it, we're too far. And it was very disappointing. And I said, I don't want to. Do you have a picture of you at the Parma game? Yes. It's a, it's a, it's up it's up on my Instagram. It's actually my first photo on my Instagram. Can we put it on our show Instagram? You can put it on your show Instagram, and I also think I have a video of the penalty from the stand. Let's do that. Let's yeah. do. Let's put both. Let's put the penalty video. Up. Okay. Yeah. I have. Yeah. My phone is f- filled with videos of that day, and the, because the penalty, it was a penalty, so it was going to be a goal or not a goal. Yeah. So I'm I have a put video, that up, and, and we'll, I was at that end of the stadium when it when it happened. Just to show everybody what we can do against Parma. So that, that was yeah. So I went I went to the game, and in the end, last minute, I said, you know what, it's Parma. It's, it's a Serie A game. Frosinone are playing. You can't take, take anything for granted. We don't know when we'll be back in Serie A. No. So I went, and it was a late night. It was brilliant, and it was just a very good game. Um, it's exciting. Very exciting goals were scored. It was great. Um, when they when they scored, rare to, rare to get a five goal thriller at the, at the Benito Sturpe. A five goal thriller that were on the good the good side of. <laughs> So <laughs> we've certainly been beaten five 0 Oh yeah, because we yeah we score and we concede. Yeah, but um, not anymore. Not anymore. We just score. Yeah, it was like a very very last minute thing, and then we're in Serie A. VAR is happening. Yeah. So uh, it was very last minute, and then we claimed for a penalty, and then VAR stopped it, and uh, I think it took nine minutes to Ugh. come to a decision. Stadium was just filled with whistles. We were all angry, and it just kind of felt like I think we had had a penalty given against us in that game via VAR. We had a, very, a lot. I of think we had unfortunate yeah. VAR at that season. Yeah, remember Chano's goal against Milan that we will not oh, get into. Come on, don't. No, yeah, there's no time. Yeah, no, that was shocking. We got we got the penalty, and Chofani stood up, and it was very much the last kick of the game. Three points, which you're not going to get very often in no. Serie A for Frosinone, huge, and it was massive. The stadium went wild. It was yeah. It was party time. It was incredible, and obviously there's going to be a, there's a, going to be a band of away fans traveling to Parma. So we ha- we know Parma. We saw them last year. You know, I mean, like Parma, like a big club. So it's exciting. It would be very exciting to beat them to set up this um, Rome derby. Rome derby next. Um, and Rome, like Roma, aren't doing too much. Like you, uh, I think they're, I think they're, they're they're not in the Champions League places anyway. But Roma, yeah. Well, they have. Uh, I think they're fifth. Smaldini, isn't that what they're calling him? Uh, Chris Smalling, Smaldini. <laughs> yeah, we won't be scoring against Roma. No, but no, no, it's, it's not if Chris Smalling has anything to say about it. He's there. Anyway, uh, so what's your prediction for the Parma game tomorrow? The Magic of the Cup. Yeah, well, I was I was looking at the the press conference with Nesta today, and he yeah. said he, he's going to make some changes, necessary changes. That, yeah. uh, looking at our fixture list ahead. Yeah. Obviously, because the league his, is the priority. Yeah. Obviously, I want him to focus on the league. We don't. When you get knocked out with the Cup Italia, no one really, no one's really upset. No, it doesn't have like so in England. Obviously, they have the FA Cup, and it's like oh, the magic of the cup, like yeah. it's a big thing, and like it doesn't seem to be like that. If it, you look, yeah, if you look in Italy over the last twenty years, yeah, and look at like the FA Cup for the last twenty years, you'll see a lot more minnows in England doing well than you would here, and it's kind of set up that way just based on the league. Like everyone, if you're if you're a lesser team, you're at a disadvantage from the start. I think most of the all of the top teams in Italy, like Juventus, Roma, Milan, however they finish in the league. They all start in the round of 16. Yeah. So and they, they start with a home games. game. 
which obviously increases the quality in the cup, etc. But it takes away the magic. And you also you look at the different like if you watch like Coppa Italia matches, the crowds don't tend to be that big until you get to the later stages. Yeah, a lot of the times people don't necessarily travel in big. I mean, unless they're playing, like, if two smaller teams are playing against each other, they're not necessarily going to travel. The away fans like, and obviously we should have a good following. Uh, at Parma tomorrow but that's only because it's Parma like it's a big game yeah. and also it's there's quite a lot at stake with these changes that Ness is going to make we don't know what changes he's going to make I would imagine we might hold out for a draw but I do think Parma will, will eventually overcome us yeah I think we'll be going up to kind of be defensive hold on to a clean sheet which we seem to be capable yeah. of doing I think Parma are going to rest players as well because Nesta thinks so too uh, they need to focus on the league too so they don't want to be putting their full strength 11 against Frosinone no who won't be going there into next week. Yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised if a scalp happens, but I wouldn't be expecting one. No, I mean, we are away, and we're not great away. And it's a Serie A club now. I, it's a Serie A club, and so I would say if we get out of there with a with a 1-0 defeat or a nil all... Yeah, I'm hoping, based on the 4-0, I'm hoping you don't want a big defeat. No, you don't want to just swing right back around to yeah, a big defeat. Like you so want the morale to stay good. Yeah, I think I think basically, I think we're going to... I think it'll be a low-scoring game. Low-scoring game. game. But I think we could, we could, we could get a win. And if it goes to penalties, it's anybody's game. Anybody's game. I think, you know, I think even if Chano, Chano might, if he's fit again, he might get some time. I'm, ex- I'm excited for like, yeah, we need to focus on the Chano league. versus Bruno Alves free kick challenge. Yeah, because Bruno Alves, we should be like, we can score. <laughs> you think we can score against the 38? But will he even Alves? start? They're probably saving him for probably the league. not. No, there's no way. If I was, yeah, no, if I was power manager, I wouldn't be cup. starting him. No, uh, start one of your young centre backs. I think, yeah, I'd be happy. If you're if you're looking, Italy at produces young centre backs at the rate roughly just above the rate they produced <laughs> pasta. It's crazy. They um every second male born yeah. ends up in in Serie B. <laughs> it's a centre back. <laughs> yeah. So we're thinking right. So what's the prediction for the next two games? One. What, what I'm saying is the next. Yeah. Sorry, this is what I'm trying to say. What's your point? The next two games, if we lose to Parma but beat Juve Stabia, I'm, that's I take that every day. Yeah, I don't mind if we go out of the cup. You know, no one. You won't hear any guff on this show about going out. About going out of the cup, we'll say, ah, it was good. I just want a good performance. You just don't want the morale to get. No, it. don't throw it away. Yeah, a good solid cup performance. We get nicked to the last minute. Who cares? Yeah, we move on. But we have to just to it. Speaking of getting guff, by the way, on a previous episode, we uh, oh for listeners anywhere except this room, getting guff means like it's not even anything anyone would say. Getting no, I don't know a bit of guff like that's not. I don't even know where I got that from. But it means like basically talking shit, like giving people a bit of back chat, like, you know, a bit of slagging. We, on a previous episode of this show, when we're going through our key players for the season, we talked about Federico Dionisi uh, and we said he's maybe a little past it, maybe not. Yeah. Not what he was. Yeah. And he's had a couple of big injuries and he's coming back and he's not necessarily going to score us 20 goals a season or even 15 goals a season, but he is good. I think the key phrase we used was, he's always going to get you a couple of fouls. Which is not, which is not nice to say. It's true though. He will get. It us is, he will fails. get us fouls, but he, he, will he do more than that? Yes. Well, he certainly thinks so because this week, when he just gone, when he scored against um, Empoli, Empoli, he scored. What does he do, Enzo? He made a gesture, uh, basically a be quiet, a shut up. He shushes the crowd. Yeah. And who was he shushing? Well, I don't think the crowd had given him any heckles. No, or anything, so it so. wasn't the crowd, and I haven't read anything in the mainstream press. No one has turned on. No one has really. It was a bit of a hot take for us to um to kind of say that about Dionisi. Yeah, no one to has him. no, no one, one has him. turned on Dionisi except us. We're the only ones I think that have been questioning. Jason, you're him. saying that you think the shushing was directed. I think we got shushed by Dionisi. Wow, that's huge. The Frozzy Shone. The Frozzy Shone shushed. Wow, you shush us. We we in fairness. Yeah, you could say it's justified because we made one big oversight when we analysed. 
Dionisi's recent uh, performances over the years. He's 32 now. Yeah. He's in Italy. That's prime age. It's Yeah. Yeah. He could come out with scary numbers. The way Quagliarella... Oh, my did, God. Yeah. yeah. Or Papu Gomez. We, we could... Uh, Pazzini a few years ago. Yeah. Luca Toni when he Luca won Tony, the... Luca yeah. For Verona, he won On the, his walking stick. Yeah. Yeah. So we really... <laughs> We really need to bubble wrap Dionisio yeah. because he could be about to bang in 20 goals maybe next year. Yeah, he could. Do you know what? I think if we get promoted, he could be our Gregor Pandev. Oof. Yeah, who somehow is still playing for Genoa. <laughs> I don't understand. They have Pinamonti and... But who scores? But who scores when you need it? Pandev. Imagine that, right? You're you're like, you're Thiago Mata, right? Who arguably could just go in the midfield. And be yeah, the best brilliant midfielder. midfielder. Like, Oh, he could still play in Italy yeah, for yeah. sure. You know, you come in, you've been like talked about as like young, innovative coach. You got the seven-two-seven formation that people keep talking about. Like, you're not going to implement the top level, but whatever. And then Mata comes in. He's like looking at his squad. He's like, "Oh, this is great. I got some really nice players." And you have the, your whole tactics set up. Like you're watching Pinamonti miss chance after chance. It's a 79th minute. You're against somebody like I don't know who you're against. Sassuolo. You're against a swallow. You know, Berardi's bloody. You know, running you up goal, and down the pitch. You need a goal. And you're sitting there and you're like, I'm a young coach. I'm an innovative uh, thinker. I'm one of the best midfielders in history. I don't want to have to do this. But you look over and Gregor Pandev, who is somehow even older than you are. He <laughs> <laughs> he's aging at, at twice the rate. He's aging at twice the rate. He's sitting there eating like a ham sandwich or something. And he kind of and you just kind of go, Pandev get ready get ready and he goes okay he comes on he scores two goals you win and that didn't actually happen i don't think but something like that has happened like almost every week almost <laughs> i just remember luca tony yeah just score like he, he was demanding to go to the world cup or, or maybe the european championships I can't remember what year that was yeah i think it was the world cup and he was very angry that he didn't go and i think he put in maybe 30 yeah Serie A goals just out of sheer Verona. just spite it's a sheer spite and just because he's old now and so he's better because it's Italy. It made no sense, but it was great. And you've seen it with Quagliarella last year too. Yeah. He was always a scorer of great goals, not a scorer of a lot of goals. And then he became a scorer of both. As soon as you hit a certain age in Italy, you're just... Yeah, gonna, you kind of hit your vintage. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Wine. Like, it does... It's amazing. And so we think... We, we probably underestimated Dionisi in that sense. Because we think he could like he could do it. He could. Now that we've seen him do it, we think he could do it. And I mean, he scored like a tap in from very. He, it was great movement to get there. In fairness, yeah, especially with someone his age. Every <laughs> 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 stop, we're gonna get shushed again. <laughs> he showed a lot of agility, but yeah, no, we probably will get shushed again. So that's amazing. I think in the same week we got, uh, we hit our hundred listeners or hundred listens. It's it's much more impressive to say hundred listeners, but we don't just have say listeners. listeners. Let's just let's, just let's just say listeners. We have 100 listeners, we hit 100 listeners, we got followed by a former manager on Instagram, and we got shushed by a star player. And I think, you know, we'll give ourselves a bit more credit. We, when, in the same time, when we, we may have kind of berated Dionysi a little bit. Yeah. We, without having seen much positivities, positive aspects, we hyped up Novakovic's potential. We did, we did. We called and, him out and we and said that, we think he could be the next great thing. And based on what happened, he kind of destroyed Parma one, one way, in uh, Empoli. Yeah. He'll destroy Parma soon. He'll destroy Parma tomorrow. But, um, you know, he's definitely, I think... He took Empoli apart piece by piece. They thought he was hitting the post. No, no, he was just setting up the lads. He, was, yeah, he knew what he was doing. Good movement, got himself in the positions. And if he keeps doing what he's doing, he will get goals. And once he starts getting goals, I think that's when we're going to see us climb up the table. And yep. I'm making a bold prediction now. I don't think we're out of the race for automatic promotion. Okay. Based we'll give it that we're two points off it. I yeah. wouldn't say we are either. Not at all. But I think, I think as, as the season goes on, I think we're going to find ourselves there. Question. Yes. 
So whoever starts against Parma starts against Parma. That's fine. That's just messing around for logistical reasons. Yes. I think. I don't think I don't think Nesta's sitting there tactically plotting the downfall of Parma. I think that'd be a waste of time. Yeah. But against Juve Stabia, do you think Chano should start? Or should we go with the same eleven that beat It's a different Empoli? game. It's a different um, game for sure. I think I would go same eleven. Same eleven. But be very, very open to bring in Chano on if you see you can't break them down. Bring him on. We're getting really? we're getting corners. This is the time to do it. Yeah. I think yeah, I think same eleven, but Chano, you need to it's probably gonna be a game for him to make the difference. Okay, if so if we can't break them down naturally. If so they're you, sitting back if they're sitting back and we can ha- we, we need can't to- do much, we need Chano. Okay. And I think just for set piece delivery alone that could be the difference, so one nil. But I think I think actually Chano could be a player for maybe the home game. And we're at home and we're on the front foot. We but if we want to catch people on a counter attack or we wanna Do you know what I mean? But it depends who you're against. Like we're at home to Empoli and uh That's Ch- true, we Chano did start him and yeah, we and- did brilliantly. And away, away, just away to Juve Stabia, who are obviously in the relegation places, they might try set up shop, so it might not be... To be honest, I think, yeah, you're going to have to see how the game goes. I think Chano will feature. But I haven't actually... Cons- I, I had never considered... It had never occurred to me to, to drop Chano until it happened because of injury. Like, maybe Nesta won't drop Chano. Maybe he won't. Maybe that just he just literally was injured, and he, other than that, he would always play. New question. Yeah. Can you see a scenario where the three of them start? Where we'd sacrifice a bit in midfield? Could it be done? I'm not sure. I think against the lesser teams, you could have a four across the midfield, especially if Paganini is playing, because he, he can kind of come inside and almost act as a third central midfielder as well. I think it'd be something I'd be open to trying in a home game. Against the lesser team. Against the lesser team. Just try it. And hmm. uh, I don't know necessarily if the three of them are going to provide enough cover. Or maybe even like towards the end of a game where you're you're trying to get the win. Or yeah, to get the draw. If it, it, it's certainly something we could put because like the idea. If you're throwing, of, yeah, if you're throwing everything out, if you're throwing everything out, then put put the trade them on. I think there is a balance to the team at the moment. Yeah, I think you having don't want to sacrifice that. No, I think having Roden, Maiello, Gory. Yeah, Roden, Maiello, and Gory, the captain. Uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, oh but sometimes God. sometimes um, we we swap it up as well. There's a few lads. Yeah, a few I think guys. That, that seems to be like Hass. Hass, yeah. Hass so like, so just kind of those kinda, four like, kind of have a. The four of them, if you have three of them, in, 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 three of that four in midfield, that provides you with a balance. It provides a you good secure, balance, especially yeah. with Baghetto and Paganini at the side of them. You got creativity there. I think, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say now, Stabio, we should have Chano on the bench. It's, he might not even be fit. Yeah. Have him on the bench, and I'd say bring him on at halftime or with 30 minutes to go, depending on how the game is flowing. And I think we pick up an away win at Juve Stabio. I think so too. I think we lose at Parma. We get out of the cup, get out of all that mess, and get out of the get out of the region. Get out of the cup, get out of re- just get out of there. If we get out, get away with our dignity and our personal safety intact, and getting away win, and getting away win at the weekend, brilliant. With, with Pescara at home to come, I think those two games. That is a sweet piece of business. Those two games. If, if there's two wins in those two games, which I think are on, there's a high chance of getting two wins there. And if that, like, if we, I think, I think we get two wins there, we'll be in no no lower than fourth place mm. based on however the rest. Because I don't see. Everyone above us is not getting two wins in a... You know, it's not Serie B. That's not happening. No, there's too much variance. There's too many VAR decisions. Yeah, so that's... Uh, variance. I'm excited. Yeah, no, I think get out of Parma. Get to Please don't skip over variance. <laughs> I said there's too much variance. Then I said VAR. Then I said variance. And we don't have VAR in Serie B anymore. Or at all. Oh, yeah. You're just used to seeing VAR at Frosinone games. So you assume they have it in Serie B, but that was when we were in Serie A. Oh, yeah. Well, now I feel bad. No, don't worry. I shouldn't have gone back for it. No. I, I, I made a mistake. You graciously <laughs> let me skip over. I, let, I, let, I was going to let that slide. And then I got indignant and I went back and I I regret it now. Yeah. I didn't. I should have just trusted you. I should have said, I was like, why did Enzo not, why do you not give me something on that variance thing? 
And it's because you were trying to just keep let it me, flow. just let it flow, and you just that happen. don't embarrass me. And here we are. And now here we are, and I'm a bit strung up. <laughs> Sorry, but anyway, I, it was a huge, huge mistake. What were you saying? I just all, all I can say is four 0 at home to, to Empoli has set us up really well for the cup game, which yeah. is just a day out for the fans. It's a day out for the team. We can see a few more players. And I just think the next, I think the Christmas fixtures are coming up. I think after Juve Stabia, everyone we play is currently above us in the table. So this is kind of the time to start making, if we, if we want to be a promotion to team. Start making a run. Now it's time to start beating the, the teams around us. Absolutely. Well, that's a good roundup. So we think I'm I'm going loss against Parma, win against Juve Stabia. What are you going? Same. Same. Okay, so that's, we'll see now. Uh, we'll see you in, in maybe next week or the week after yeah. for another for another episode. Um Next week, I will be here with a guest, uh, unnamed special guest, wow. uh, to take you through. I'm not allowed near the guests. You're, I cannot have you near <laughs> the guests. No, because after what you did to me on that variance thing, oh, you need to keep them. I okay. couldn't imagine what you do to them if no, they made okay. a mistake or how you'd embarrass me in front of them. And I would never do that. I could never do that. That's, this, you only embarrass me, embarrass me in private. Yeah. In front of you, me and you and our hundred listeners, our hundred listeners. Um, but uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Oh, and so I have news as well. We got a, a notification. I got a notification recently to say that we're now on a lot of different podcasting platforms. So when we started, we were just on Spotify and on iTunes, but now we're on lots of different ones and ones I didn't even know existed. existed. So here's I'll tell you where we are, where we are. Right, if anyone wants to listen to us on a different platform than the one you're currently listening on. Someone just wants to turn off Spotify. Yeah, turn off Spotify and turn on one of these crazy things, right? We're on Anchor. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Breaker. SoundCloud? We're on... We're not on SoundCloud. Okay. We're on Breaker. Did you know what Breaker? I don't know what Breaker is. No. We're on Pocket Casts. Never heard of it. No, shout out to actually your friend of mine, Robert True. Oh. Yeah, says he's listened to it on Pocket Casts. Couldn't get it on Pocket Casts originally. And then, it, but Rob, it's out on Pocket Cast now. So if you want to go on and listen, so to he's the not using Spotify. He's strictly on. Pocket he Cast. he likes to listen to, po- to listen to listen to his podcasts on Pocket Casts. Maybe there's something there. What do you mean? You could look at that website. Maybe we're on it. Maybe there's, maybe there's a reason people would listen to podcasts specifically on that. Oh, because I mix it with my Spotify when I'm listening to podcasts. Yeah, me too. Interesting. We're also on Radio Public. Okay. So anything like that, you know, uh, listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And in the meantime, you can follow us, as always, on the Fuzzy Shone. Uh, send us in your fan memes. Uh, Please. Yeah, any name, any creative names you have for the players. Uh, let me know. Anything you have, want to talk about the names of the teams. In the anything league. else you just want to know. Any, yeah, what do you want to know? Is anybody listening? Please send <laughs> us something. Ask Let us, us questions. Ask we have us, all of this knowledge about have, this obscure Italian nobody, region and obscure Italian team. And we just... We want to share it. We want to share it. We desperately do. And we just feel, quite frankly, guys, we feel undervalued. I don't think, like, we're just, being... I don't, there's not many English-speaking specialists out there about topics like this, like us. And it's just, like, it doesn't seem... Yeah, do, I wonder, does anybody listen to this 45 minutes of a podcast and think these guys are specialists? <laughs> they, they know. They know. They, they know, like, how did they, how they broke down Shitadella? Yeah, we basically How just many said, people in this country them. could do that? Yeah, or nobody. Although it wouldn't take long to kind of reach a conclusion. <laughs> you'd, you'd find out yeah, very soon. Basically, you have to just look at Chile They're an absolute wreck it's of like a You team. see them, they're second in the in Serbia. Yeah. Oh, they might get promoted. Yeah, but then you look, look at the them. record and you say, No. No. You look at, watch them play five minutes of football and you say, you These look guys at their are lucky to even be professionals. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like Frozenone and Shitadella should be like the unofficial Frozishone derby. That is the Frozishone derby. Yeah, we we hate Citadella. We hate not them. not Frozenone fans. We don't speak for the Frozenone no, fans. This is just society. Us. Speaking for ourselves. Just the, the show. Two of us, just the show does not. If like, you're listening to this and you support the show, you now hate. You're an anti-Citadella 
we don't like Shida Dalla. No. They, they, for me, it's like you don't want to be in the second division partially just because they're here. Well, that is how we always, that's how we always talk we about always it. Like, I don't want to play we against Shida don't want to be down against Shida You want to play against Udinese. You want to play against Parma. You don't mind playing Empoli and Serie B, but you do not want to play against Shida No, Shida Wow. Well, how do we leave that on the table for so long? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're there. It, but you basically say, you say, Shitadella. 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 We hate them. We hate them. All right, it's always good to end on a negative note. Uh, I've been Jason Flynn. Enzo, I'll see you in a couple of weeks for another episode. Thank you. I'll be back next week with a... Uh, the games. Very exciting times. I'll be back next week, everybody, with a, an episode on the teams in the league and running through the names of the teams in the league so that you know who we're talking about. Shitadella. When we're talking about Shitadella, we're talking about Juve Stabia. We're talking about whoever we're talking about. Anyone we're not talking about. And who are we not talking about? Palermo. We're not talking about Palermo because we did wreck their whole lives. Okay, thanks everybody. I've been Jason. Uh, Enzo, have a good day. Thank you. Bye. Breaking news dispatch. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Frosty Shone. I know we just said goodbye, but we left and we were just looking through our phones, not talking to each other after the recording. We did enough talking. We did enough talking. We're just taking a moment of quiet reflection here in the studio. And I said, Enzo, stop the presses. Holy shit, I just saw something amazing. What has happened? What has happened was I was on Instagram on the Frozzy Shone account and we follow a great account, which I recommend you all follow. Uh, it's called Frozzy Shone OFC. Apparently it stands for not official fan club, official fun club is what it says in the logo. This was started in 2010 by a concerned citizen who <laughs> wanted everyone to have more Frozzy Shone related content Similar in the world. To Similar to us, except uh, Italian speaking. Started by uh, a man called Matteo Nani, and uh, he started in 2010. This was an only official fun club, and uh, it's a lot of memes on there. I recommend going on and seeing it. They're all Italian, unfortunately, but if anyone wants to, that's why we're here. That's why we're here to translate. Essentially, just translate the work he's already done. But he posted something on Instagram on the Frosinone OFC account. The referee for the Parma game tomorrow, right? Yeah, is called Federico Dionisi. No, just like our. Very star own striker. striker. Star striker. Star striker. We're sorry about that again, Dionysi. Isn't oh, that amazing? It is. They have a very. They have the classic uh, Spider-Man. They have thing. the classic Spider-Man thing where it's both of them looking at each other. Pointing at each other. Pointing at each other saying, it's you. So that's good. That's amazing. Do you think it's going to help us to fight that? I think you have to start Dionysi now. Yeah. That changes the selection because... It's interesting. Yeah. I don't. I've never seen this referee... Before, I don't think. I'm not sure I've ever seen a match where the referee had the same name as one of the players. No. I've never seen that. Because I know if I saw somebody called Jason Flynn getting kneed in the back repeatedly You'd by Gervinho. If you see just Flynn on the back of a jersey. I'm like, like that's, that's my me. guy. That's me. I'm looking out for him. You know, so that's fair. keep an eye on that, basically. I just wanted to come back and just say... A lot of people will tell you to look at a lot of things at that Parma Frozenoni game. But we're, we've given you... We're the only story of the day. That will tell you what to look at. Forget about setting up the Rome Derby. Forget about um, the history. potential history. Forget about uh, the match Enzo was at. Forget about selection. Look at the referee. Look at the referee and look at our star Look striker. at his performance based on... The fact that he has the same name as one of our guys. Because we think it's going to impact the game. It's fascinating. Actually. It's interesting. Anyway, just wanted to come back in and say that. We had to. We had to say that. But um, yeah, follow uh, Frosinone OFC on, on Instagram follow us on Instagram and then save us from having to come. If you just saw, if you guys all just follow the right accounts on Instagram, I wouldn't have to beep, 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 return us from yeah. our, you know? Yeah. So, could be something to think about for future. All right, this time we're really going. And so, get out of here. I'm gone, I'm gone. <laughs>